Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. It is Rivalry Week here for South Carolina and Clemson. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock Central analyst Matt O'Brien. Matt's a former Gamecock football player, and he's now working for NBC Sports. And he joins us each week to talk X's and O's, and we're going to talk Carolina Clemson today. Matt, how are you getting along? How was your Thanksgiving? I'm doing great. It was uh, it was wonderful. Spent some time with the family. How was yours, Emerson? Everything was good, man. You had fried turkey, you said, this year. That's the first for your family? Yeah, you know, we tried it up this year. Uh, <laughs> all my friends were raving about it, so we gave it a try. And I'll tell you, I'm, I'm definitely not going back to regular baked turkey anymore. It was delicious. As good as advertised. That's good to hear. All right, Matt, let's talk about the Gamecocks and Tigers. You know, I mean, a lot of subplots, a lot of side stories here, a lot of interest in this game even though on paper it appears to be somewhat of a mismatch let's be candid Clemson's about a 17 point favorite in this game they're undefeated they're ranked number one in the country and the Gamecocks have struggled to a three and eight record that's been well documented here on Gamecock Central so give us a quick game preview Matt and you know I'm curious to know your thoughts Um, South Carolina obviously has absolutely nothing to lose here so what kind of effort can we expect from the Gamecocks tomorrow well yeah you know it's been a very disappointing season to to say the least for the Gamecocks but you have to think that, that the players are still giving their, all their effort and the coaches are preparing the team the best way they can to get ready to finish out the season strong against, uh, against Clemson, the biggest rivalry we have. And um, you have to think that these kids, you know, a lot of them came from uh, in-state. They were recruited by Clemson. You know, it's, it's one of those games that usually brings out the best in the players, these rivalry games. I remember playing against them. It was, everyone seemed to be a little more focused. But, uh, yeah, South Carolina has struggled this year, and Clemson's – like conversely, they're riding high. They're number one, number one team in the nation. They've had some great wins this year, some close wins, and they're just a, a very talented team. And it all starts with the quarterback play. They got Deshaun Watson, who's looking like the best dual threat quarterback in the country, and his growth and progression has really led. And is he's leading the team this year so far. So they're eleven and zero. They're going to be stepping into Williams Bryce Stadium, looking to finish out the season strong, keep that perfect season going so they can secure that spot into the college football playoff. Clemson has not won at Williams-Brice since 2007. The Gamecocks have won the last three, but obviously, uh, Matt, the Gamecocks have lost a lot of talent off of some of those previous teams, some teams that you played on, in fact, uh, to the National Football League. So it's a much different story coming into this matchup here in 2015. Matt, I'm curious to know that when, uh, when you were playing for the Gamecocks, what was preparation week like leading up to the Clemson game? Was it any different than any of the other games on the schedule, or, or was there something special about that week? You know, playing for Coach Spurrier, it was, it was always kind of one game at a time. Every opponent's the same. But everyone kind of knew that the Clemson game was always pretty special. Going, to, going up against the most heated rival and uh, a, a talented team at that, they always had talented players with Sammy Watkins, DeAndre Hopkins, Taj Boyd, Andre Ellington. They, they had a whole bunch of future NFLers on the team at the time. But so did South Carolina. I mean, and, and it came down to the, the kids that were in recruiting battles. 
with Clemson and South Carolina, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Holloman, guys like that. And uh, just those guys being the leaders of the team kind of chose South Carolina over Clemson. It just added to a more seriousness in practice than usual. And it was all business. It was all, all in like a professional manner. And uh, we went out there with confidence. We look to beat Clemson, and we know uh, we know Coach Spurrier enjoyed that. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Matt O'Brien previewing the Clemson game here. You can get breaking Gamecock news alerts delivered to your email inbox. All you got to do is text USC to four two eight two eight. Text USC to four two eight two eight. Matt, you talked about Deshaun Watson, obviously maybe the top dual threat quarterback in the country, and wanted to get your thoughts on this Clemson offense, Matt. If if the jet sweep works tomorrow. Like it did last year, I think some Gamecock fans might have a nervous breakdown. Clemson ran the jet sweep with tremendous success last year. Do you think we'll see more of that tomorrow, or will it be a little something different from the Tigers? You know, uh, absolutely, Emerson. Last year, Artavis Scott, when he was a freshman, he uh, he killed the Gamecocks on the perimeter, going for big runs. And uh, really, those explosive plays are kind of what, what took the air out of the South Carolina defense and even the whole team. And I, I think you can expect much of the same from that from the Clemson offense. And they also, they also do a good job not only on those speed sweeps, they also do a lot of, uh, a lot of options and reverses to their, uh, to their playmakers with Deion Kane, you got Octavius Scott, of course, and also Ray Ray McLeod. But they also, I've seen this year, because of the progression of Deshaun Watson, the quarterback, they're also more willing to take shots downfield. They're really confident in his ability to accurately deliver balls to the receivers, and they have the talented guys on the perimeter to go up and catch them downfield. They're very speedy. They're very good at catching them with their hands and creating separation from defenders. So, yes, we will see the speed sweeps, but I think we'll also see a heavy dose of downfield passing, especially when the Clemson Tigers get around the midfield mark. It's kind of reminds me of the way that Bobby Petrino employed his offense at Arkansas. Anytime they got to the midfield, I remember Ellis Johnson, our defense coordinator, would say, get back, get back, because you got to watch out for those deep balls. Matt, talk about Wayne Gallman a little bit. Freshman a year ago for Clemson, and I think he's really improved this year, and he's become a major focal point of the Clemson offense, running back Wayne Gallman for the Tigers. Yeah, you know, Wayne Gallman, maybe it's just because they have so many other talented playmakers there with Watson and Scott and Kane, but... Gallman is one of the most underrated players, in my opinion, in the country. He's a tough runner. He goes downhill in a hurry. He doesn't shy away from contact, and he's very well-rounded. He excels in all three areas of the game at the running back position, running the ball, catching the ball, and blocking. He's someone that, although the success of the offense kind of goes with Deshaun Watson, he's someone who's kind of the motor. He, he gets out those tough yards. He keeps the defenses honest, and uh, he's someone who uh, really deserves a lot more respect. He's, of course, over 1,000 yards this year. And he only played in 10 games. He sat out last week, in my opinion, to get ready for this matchup. Yeah, Gallman's been a good player for the Tigers, no question. And he certainly benefits from the tremendous group of skilled players that Clemson has around him. But Deshaun Watson with Wayne Gallman and this great group of wideouts that they've got, Clemson is very good at the skill positions. We know this by now. What about the Clemson offensive line, Matt? Do you think the Gamecocks will be able to match up with him? You know, this is an area where uh, Clemson has kind of struggled in in past matchups against the Gamecocks. Of course, the Gamecocks had the talented off, uh, defensive lines with Melvin Ingram and Jadavian Clowney and Cliff Matthews and Devin Taylor and guys like that, guys who were able to exploit the Clemson offensive line, get to Taj Boyd, and really inhibit the success of that offense. And it's something that really won the game for South Carolina in years past. Now, this year, we, we have some young guys along the defensive line for the Gamecocks, but they haven't progressed in the way that I thought that they should have. Clemson's offensive line isn't great. They're not the best. 
but it will be it will be a matchup the Gamecocks will have to look to have success in to stop this offense. I think that something that the the defensive coordinators can do for South Carolina to help them out in that area is to send more blitzes along the perimeter and really force those tackles to get wide, which will help out guys like Dante Sawyer, Marquavius Lewis, and uh, Boosie Whitlow. Previewing the South Carolina Clemson game here on Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Matt O'Brien. We've got new smartphone apps that allow you to listen to Gamecock Central Radio on your smartphone. We've got the new iPhone app. The Android app has been out, and we're on iTunes as well. Simply search Gamecock Central Radio for all three. Uh, Matt, what about the Clemson defense now? They've got you know pass rush specialist in Shaq Lawson. They've got one of the top cover corners in the country in McKenzie Alexander. Clemson's defense was number one in the nation statistically a year ago, and I think coming into this year there were some questions, would there be some drop-off for the Clemson defense, but they've still been very good this year. Yeah, you know, when they, when they lost Grady Jarrett and Vic Beasley and Stephon Anthony, I thought that the defense would kind of take a step back, but it just shows how, how well they've recruited on the defensive side of the ball. And not just recruiting the stars, but also able to develop the guys and mix in younger guys to kind of create a nice little fresh balance there between top-end talent, developing guys, and young playmakers. And uh, it starts up front with a guy, like you said, Shaq, Shaq Lawson. He's a guy you can get after the passer. He he's, leads the team in both sacks and tackles for loss. He's, he's a true force on the perimeter. And they also have some solid guys in the interior. But the guy I think is really the heart and soul of that defense and is a guy who's very fun to watch from an unbiased perspective is linebacker Ben Bolwer. He's a guy who flies around the field. He's seemingly in on every tackle. He's extremely active, and he really uh, he brings some swagger to that unit. He's very smart. He's very fast. And he's a guy that uh, he'll look to make some plays against the South Carolina offense. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him blitz a lot. And he'll also excel in coverage against the South Carolina backs. And then in the back end, they have Mackenzie Alexander. Obviously, he's a, he's a very good cover corner. He plays with the same swagger that you see exhibited by Bullware and Lawson. And then at, at safety, they got J. Ron Curse, who's a massive guy. He, he covers a lot of ground back there. But he does a great job also in matching up. This Clemson defense has the, the talent and the aggressive style to play a man-to-man coverage in the back end. And you'll see them in either cover one or cover zero man-to-man coverage for most of the game against the game, against the Gamecocks. They will not be afraid to attack the Gamecock offense and scare our quarterback into making some uh, poor throws. So that's why I think uh, it'll be important for the Gamecocks to sort of mix it up on offense and come out with a strong game plan. Brass tax, Matt. What can South Carolina do to win this football game? Well, I think that with their aggressive style on, uh, for Clemson, their defense is so aggressive that it can sometimes open up the running game a little bit. Obviously, South Carolina's offensive line has struggled mightily. They couldn't move the ball against the Citadel. But if, if the Gamecocks can't have success running the ball against Clemson and eat up some of that time on the clock, I don't think there's much of a chance they'll have because the Gamecock weapons on the perimeter aren't able to match up or have a better matchup, with, with the exception of Farrow Cooper, to really attack the ball deep. So I think that they need to have success running the ball uh, string together some successful drives and, and change things up. Like, like you said earlier on, Emerson, there's really nothing to lose to these Gamecocks. They're at home. They've struggled. They're, they're going against the number one team in the nation who's their most hated rival. And I really think that you need to see them mix it up, show some things they haven't in the past. That's really the only advantage that South Carolina can have from an offense perspective. But on defense, this is where it really comes down for me, is the Gamecocks have come out slow every game. Yes, the Gamecocks have shown life on defense in the second half, but if they come out slow against Clemson, this one could run away quickly. I know one thing for sure is that Dabo Sweeney 
if he can lead the Tigers to scoring 70, he'll, he'll try to put up 75. Mm. He does not like South Carolina. The team's riding high, and he's looking to make another statement as Clemson continues their uh, their pursuit of perfection. Yeah, Spurrier has taken some shots at Dabo over the years, and the Gamecocks had the upper hand in this rivalry for a long time, five-game winning streak that ended last year. So we know that Clemson is angry. And, Matt, you know, if there's one thing about football, uh, it is a game of emotion. And I think that's what makes this rivalry so special is that it is a very emotional matchup every year for everybody involved, not just the players and the coaches, but the fans in particular. We've got houses divided in South Carolina, you know, mothers and and sons that pull for Clemson and fathers and daughters in the same household that pull for the Gamecocks. So it really does make this rivalry unique in that sense. Matt, uh, talk about the emotion of the ball game, Matt. Clemson angry, still angry. Even though they broke the losing streak last year, they're still torqued off that they had to suffer through a five-game losing streak. And for South Carolina, you know, it's, it's laid on the line tomorrow because the Gamecocks have had a, a bad year at 3-8. and eight. And like we said, they've got nothing to lose. And Sean Elliott has said uh, in the press this week that they're going to let it all hang out. Yeah, you know, that, that's absolutely right. And everyone on the team, you hope that all the players have that same mentality. Kind of leave it all out there, finish out the season strong, make a statement. Why not ruin Clemson's perfect season and, and, and eliminate any chance or most of their chances to make the college football playoff? They obviously still have some games to go. But to knock them off that number one ranking would be huge for South Carolina. So I expect them to come out there and leave everything they have on the field. But, again, it, it's not all just emotions, and it's not all just preparation. You have to go out there and execute. So I expect the Gamecocks to go out there, hopefully show a strong game plan, hopefully execute. But this one is it, just, just such a touch, tough matchup for them, given the way Clemson's offense has been looking in the past weeks with Deshaun Watson. He, he's really going to be a tough guy for the Gamecocks to defend, especially if they're not able to get pressure on him. The Gamecocks have, have done a, a pretty good job. You know, they've been inconsistent in taking away takeaways, but they've done a good job lately enforcing those. I think that if the Gamecocks can get some takeaways and stop the Clemson offense early, especially those explosive plays, that it will be closer than expected. But uh, I'm not too sure that they can hold off the Tigers coming late in the game. All right, Matt, give us your score prediction for tomorrow. Noon kick for the Gamecocks and the Tigers at williams Bryce. I want to say that the Gamecocks are going to come out there and, and give the great energy like we're talking about, but it is it is a really tough matchup. I think there's too many weapons for Clemson. Their defense has been playing strong. They're going to be very aggressive, and I think the South Carolina offense will really struggle gaining any momentum against that defense. I'm looking for the score to be something like 35-17 to 17 Clemson. Matt, uh, final game as well for Farrell Cooper, one of the all-time Gamecock greats. What a tremendous player he's been for South Carolina, and this will be the last chance for Gamecock fans to watch him play. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping to see Farrell Cooper become more involved in the in the offensive playbook like, like we've been talking about pretty much all year. Obviously, last week he had a big game with 11 catches, 191 yards, and the Gamecock loss. But it's not just using him as a receiver. You also got to get him the ball out of the backfield, put him in a wildcat. He's had a tremendous career for the Gamecocks. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure watching him progress coming out of high school to the, to the player that he is today. And uh, I hope he finishes out the season strong with a good performance. And uh, hopefully hopefully he can lead the Gamecocks to a victory, which would be a huge upset. But there's great things to come for Farrell Cooper in the future of football, that's for sure. Yeah, no question about that. Matt, always good talking Gamecock football with you. We'll come back next week. We'll review the Clemson game. And that will put a wrap on the 2015 Gamecock football season. Matt, I can't tell you enough how much I've enjoyed uh, talking with you each week here on Gamecock Central Radio and getting to know you a little bit. 
And it's my pleasure talking with you each week here on the show. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thank you very much, Irishman. It's, it's been great working with you so far, too. All right. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend, and we'll do it again next week. All right, that's Matt O'Brien, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and we'll come back next week. We'll have a review of the South Carolina-Clemson game. We hope you headed out to Williams-Brice tomorrow to take in the final game, not just for Farrell Cooper, but for all these Gamecock seniors. We didn't really touch on uh, you know, Brandon Wiles, Jarrell Adams, uh, Brandon Shell and many others, all these Gamecock players that have uh, given the last four or more years of their life to the South Carolina football program and to the University of South Carolina. So we're looking forward to tomorrow's game, and we thank you for joining us here on Gamecock Central Radio. For Matt O'Brien, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for tuning in. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future, and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.